recording now ma'am hey y'all it's lb from 305 the juice and amani my sister is here with me y'all this is like my fourth time recording this podcast and i'm so pissed off like it kept hanging up on me and i got my co-host Raphael on the phone he literally like does the podcast at work like he'll be like hold on i gotta deliver this package right quick and then he comes back <laughs> to the podcast like yeah i'm back that's some nigger shit right there. I was like, yo, talk about a multitasker. Anyway, y'all, I thought I had COVID, and I don't. It's crazy. Um, my mom got it, her husband got it, and I didn't get it. And what's weird is that I was around my boyfriend for four days in a row, and he didn't get it either. And it's just so crazy. And I told him, I said, listen, okay, so Jamaican Twitter was saying that like if you peel oranges and lemons, that... If you boil them, the peels, and stand over the stove and inhale it, it could cure COVID. Like, I mean, it might be BS, but what if that's the actual cure? And we did all this. The whole globe went into panic mode, and that was the cure all along. And my boyfriend goes, hey, you know how expensive oranges would be? It'll be $20 per orange if that was actually the cure. <laughs> and then I also found out last week that it's illegal to grow an orange tree in Florida. I didn't know that. Did you know that, Money? No. That sounds like straight BS. Like, you're telling me I can't grow a fruit in my own yard? Like, how much you want to bet that, like, oranges will suddenly become obsolete? You won't be able to find an orange nowhere. Like, if, if that was actually the cure. America is crazy. And another valid point that he brought up was, okay, so when you're a kid and you get your booster shots, they never ask your parent, um, do you want Moderna, do you want Pfizer, or do you want Johnson & Johnson? Now, all of a sudden, they just got this vaccine, which um, a scientist on TV literally said vaccines take, like, 5 to 20 years to actually like develop and be like approved by the FDA there's a whole process it takes years so how do we just boom we popped up with a vaccine like that and it doesn't make sense to me and you guys like Raphael and I had a conversation earlier which you missed and I'm so upset because it was like the funniest shit ever and he was just like wait what did he say he was like um how well first of all like how did they create a vaccine that fast like that's nearly impossible and he was just saying how much it did not make sense that they're asking you as if you're a doctor which company do you want to go with and then it was like okay well who's the originator of the original covid vaccine and we're all in this together why is it three different choices why is there three totally different conglomerates that decide like okay so you want to take our vaccine oh no you should like how do i know which one is better i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor that made no sense to me i ain't gonna lie what if they're betting like say like johnson and pfizer and moderna are like okay we're gonna make a bet let's see whichever vaccine works the best and who got and let's see who takes the most vaccine like i know it's kind of like stupid but in all reality, like, I think like that. Like, what if they're all betting like that? I have no idea. <laughs> I feel, well, um, Raphael told me that Bill Gates basically controls the CDC. 
and I, I haven't like read up on that so I don't know if he actually knows what he's talking about but I do know Bill Gates has a heavy hand as far as the vaccine and I'm just like this whole thing is a money thing my professor in college when I was in J school told me always follow the dollar and you'll get the answers that you need and I just like I just knew I had COVID so let me tell you guys a story so five days ago I started having like heavy coughs and my chest felt heavy. I had phlegm coming out. Uh, warranted, I smoke and drink like seldomly. So it was like, okay, maybe this is a hangover. Or maybe you just like kind of OD yesterday and like you shouldn't have smoked so much. You know, um, I thought it was like one of those cases. So time passes and I decided to go to Bath and Body Works. I had a free coupon. Shout out to Bath and Body Works. And you get literally like a $20 voucher. And you can get any perfume or lotion that you want. So I go there. And I'm smelling everything. Everything smelled like burnt coffee. Before that day happened. I mean anything that I smell. I can still taste my food. I can still smell like slightly. But everything had like the same weird smell. Like to this day it still has the same weird smell. So I'm in the Bath and Body Works with my boyfriend, and he's like, and I was like, I did find one that I like, thank God. Oh, it's called Rose. If you guys go to Bath and Body Works, they have this new one called Rose. It's really good. Anyway, shout out to them. So I said, um, I, I can't smell it. And then my boyfriend, like, he a real Florida nigga, and he's like, dog, you got COVID. I stopped dead in my tracks, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh my God, you're right. I was like, why didn't that dawn on me? That's what's happening here. I called all my brothers. I texted my mom. I told everybody I got COVID. Everybody. So, I took the test at Walgreens. Mind you, there was like no Walgreens or CVS that had appointments available. I had to drive all the way to Coral Gables. Do y'all know how freaking far Miramar is from Coral Gables? So, I get there, I take my test, and it was okay, we're going to email you three days later, which is crazy, because after that, I'm riding around, and I see all these places that have, like, rapid testing, same-day results, and I'm like, why didn't I see this before? So anyway, I take my test, I go home, I'm laying in bed, and then uh, I got a text message. This was um, this morning. I get a text message, and, it, and I couldn't open the link for some reason. So I was like, let me just go on my email. So I open my email, and there's, like, this blue box, and it says, view results. So, I I was like, you know what, I don't even need to see this, because, like, I know I'm positive. So, I click the shit, and I look, it said negative in this motherfucker. I was like, what? I was so shocked. Like, I, like, literally, like, barged in my mom's room, and I was just like, hey, um, yes, I live at home, but my credit score is perfect, and I'm kid-free, so winning. So I barge in my mom's room and I'm like, I'm negative. And she was like, well, um, thank God. And it's so ironic because my mom and her husband are both vaccinated. I don't know if I mentioned that, but they're both vaccinated. And when I tell y'all my mom, I ain't gonna say she was on the brink of death, but like she was definitely sick. She told me if she took like two steps forward, she was out of breath. She said she felt like an 89 year old woman. And she's not the only person to tell me that. I heard this rapper, I can't remember his name right now. It could have been Playboy Cardi. I can't remember. One of those young rappers who I know nothing about. And 
he said he was like dog I wouldn't wish that on nobody he said he felt like an old man like he was weak and sick and he's like if I feel like this and I'm like 24 years old he's like imagine like somebody older getting it like you can't handle it that's why all them old people was dying people have died who have never died before <laughs> shout out to Trump with his stupid ass talking about <laughs> you remember that Imani he's like when the COVID first came out and he's like people who have died who have never died before like okay what <laughs> They died before it came back to life, nigga. What are you talking That's about? That's not saying, oh, they woke up dead. Yeah, that was wild. Yo, Trump was a wild president. That's a wild boy. That's a wild boy. He said whatever he felt like saying at any given moment. He didn't care. And then, like, he was like, yeah, free Kodak. I'm out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Kodak was like, That's the best president ever. I'll say the same thing. You parted me out of jail, man. Look here. Well, I ain't got nothing to say. Well, he freed Kodak. You know that, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know he did that. I just, I didn't, I'm thinking he actually said it on air. Mm-hmm. That should be wild. It's the craziest thing to me how, like, I don't understand how COVID works. And shout out to Raphael. He's not here, but he's like, you know, he does. Raphael is totally like anti-vax. Totally, totally anti-vax. And he was so just wait, like, you don't got no type of vaccine, no chickenpox vaccine, no. I mean, since we got grown, when you're young, you can't like control what kind of vaccines you're told to get. You know, the tetanus shot, the booster, when you first go to school. Yeah, but as an adult, as an adult, like no, and I'm kind of the same way, mind you guys. I've never had the chicken pox. I've told you before. I My whole family got the chicken pox when I was like 11, including my cousin who didn't even live with us. She was just coming over to visit and she caught it. I was the only one in the family who didn't get it. Mind you, I've never had a flu shot and I never will get one. I never had the flu maybe in my you're, life. Uh, maybe you're boosting uh, your immune system stronger. That's the thing. I drink and smoke. I would think that I would be the weakest link. Like, of all my family members, you would think that I'm unhealthy. And it's so funny because when my mom got COVID, she was like, Toya, um, you should take vitamin. I take vitamin. <laughs> like, recently I started taking them every day because, you know, it's COVID out here. But, like, and I take vitamin C. When I, the thing is, like, I kind of know my body. And I can feel, like, the littlest bit of sickness and I try to remedy it right away like I'd be like no you can't drink you can't smoke you have to exercise and I just like I drink tea and I'm like all right I'm off that like I I can feel when it's coming I don't take anything well personally I just I just don't and I don't have it I don't get the time because I you know I ain't gonna lie I be procrastinating and personally I don't care because I really get sick I rarely get sick like that but, um, yeah, I haven't really been able to smell. Like, one morning I woke up to go get ready for school. I'm spraying my perfume. Like, probably the whole room was, like, filled up with perfume. I'm to the point I'm spraying it. I still can't smell it. But it burnt my sense of smelling. Like, it, it like, I could, like, I would smell it and it would burn, but I can't smell the scent. I'm just like, what is this? Like, now, when you say burn, what do you mean? Like, you know, it, like it's like putting alcohol Like a tingling? Here. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, if you drink Sprite or soda, it burns. And but I could I definitely, smell it. And I, like, I agree, and I feel, what I'm thinking is that it's like a mild case of COVID. There's not enough of it to be detected by a test, because I can tell y'all, it's definitely something wrong with me, like, right now I'm not coughing and stuff, I'm fine right now in this moment, but I promise you, 
before we started this podcast, I was definitely like coughing a lot, coughing up phlegm, and who knows, maybe I just have a cold, like a weird ass cold, you know, and how come nobody's talking about the common cold anymore, and how do we know, people so focused on COVID, how do we know that there isn't like a, 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 a new variant of the common cold? That's what I'm thinking. Or like, what if COVID and a common cold got together? Not got together. That sounds kind of stupid, but you know. Yeah, like it's kind of like a new variant. That's what I'm telling you. Maybe some people, because I couldn't, when I told y'all, I couldn't believe that it came out negative. I was definitely shocked. And I did the nose swab. I didn't even do the cheek one. I was definitely shocked. So, I don't like how they take that swab and put it down your uh, nose like that. That feels weird. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't understand why everywhere just can't do the cheek. Like, if it's in my saliva or in my mucus. Oh, that's okay. That makes sense because it's in the mucus membranes. That makes sense because mucus is like, mucus doesn't cause diseases, but like it, it harbors it. Like, if you have mucus in your body and it's not, um, what's the word? Um, damn, what's the word? Oh my gosh. Purge is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. If you don't purge out mucus, you're going to be sick and you're going to stay sick. So I get why they go through the nose. And it's the most uncomfortable thing ever. Yeah, I seen how far they stick that up your nose. I'm like, ew. I remember when I got my appendix taken out back in February. Y'all, I had never had a surgery before and I was freaking out because I didn't want to be put under anesthesia. And I was just like, if I don't wake up, like, I'm trying to live. But, um, it was a very scary experience and I, you know, you're not allowed visitors at this time in the hospital due to COVID. And I remember them telling me like, listen, we are, you could die. Literally, if you, if your appendix ruptures, you will die in 24 hours. That's a fact. And they was like, if you don't take the COVID test, we're not going to operate on you. And I was like, listen, I was so scared. Uh, first of all, the surgery, yes. But I was so scared to take that test. I actually contemplated, like, no, nah, like, nah, that. like, just go home. Maybe it'll go away. And they were like, no. It was so scary. I had to do a CAT scan. I ain't going to lie, though. It made me so brave. Like, after that, I feel like I can do anything. I was like, I'm not scared to have a baby no more. I was like, I got this. I ain't scared of nothing no more. Because when I tell y'all it was intense, even, like, one of my coworkers was like, I've heard the appendix is, like, way worse than childbirth. And I was like, I believe it. I thought I was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. I was in the kitchen leaning over the sink. Like, it was a sort of pain that could bring you to your knees. And my stepdad was like, hey, you all right? Like, he think it's a game. And I was like, no, I feel like I'm dying. He's like, well, let's hope not. I was like, nigga, I hope not either because I have so much more that I want to accomplish. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I know I'm in my 30s now. Don't feel it at all. That is a blessing because, yo, like, I've seen some people, not too many black people, but I've seen some white people, and they be 35 looking like they 70. I'm not even lying. Y'all aging like milk out here. I don't know what y'all doing wrong because I know when I was 17 years old, I did not think I would look like this at 36. I thought I was going to be on, like, (laughs) some other shit. Like, I don't know, a couple of wrinkles, a couple of children looking crazy out here, you know? I do think kids make you look old, though. I ain't going to lie. I think when you have children, it definitely ages you. crazy you know and I just like I don't want to catch COVID and then my mom was like calling me and she 
she was like, you need to get vaccinated. And I'm Bro, like. they made me sleep on the couch for two days. <laughs> I'm like, says the person Bro, who caught like, COVID like, after dang. being vaccinated, telling like, me to get vaccinated. They made me sleeping on the couch like I'm the husband or some shit, man. But, yeah. Um, it yeah. is like, supposedly, when you get vaccinated, if you were to catch COVID, which a lot of people have caught COVID after getting vaccinated, my parents included, supposedly the symptoms are supposed to be way less severe. You're supposed to be able to shake it off because you're vaccinated. My mom, like I told y'all, looked like she was at the brink of death, okay? And my stepdad is eight years younger than my mother, and same thing, could barely walk, out of breath, couldn't take it. And I don't, I don't know, they're not even that old. My parents are not old. Like, if you see my mom, she could pass to my sister. My parents are not that old. My stepdad is only, like, 12 or 13 years older than me. They're not old. And I'm telling you, they it think, took a major toll on their bodies. I ain't gonna lie, I think they can outrun a couple of us. Personally, I think they can outrun me. Not that I'm older or anything, it's just, like, they get up that much. They exercise, like, three times a day. Well, they exercise once a day, and they walk. They do, like, the two miles, which is really good for y'all fat hoes out there. If you want to lose weight, I promise you, I'm going to give, I'm going to put y'all up on game. Don't eat meat for two weeks, wear a waist trainer, and walk two miles every night. I promise you, you will lose weight like that, like that. And another side trick is to put vapor rub on your stomach. If you got rolls, put saran wrap around your stomach and walk like that with your um, waistband, your exercise waistband on, and you will lose so much weight. I don't understand why these obese people out here. Like, I be watching my 600-pound life, and I'm just like, bro, like, how, how, how did this happen? How did you allow yourself to become so obese that you can't even walk from your bedroom to the kitchen? How, Sway? How? Starting at a young age, I guess. So we're going to switch gears a little bit here and talk about um, Trick Daddy, who is embarrassing Floridians everywhere. Did you hear about that, Amani? Yes, I don't even want to think about it. Who the hell? Talking about it depends. Man. Which one of y'all um, horrors out here is eating Trick Daddy booty? You gonna catch Ebola? Which one of y'all out here eating Trick Daddy booty? Cause I need answers. I need answers right now. You can tweet me at 305 the juice. Shout out to my 27,000 followers. Look, I took the vaccine, but I didn't know the vaccine was making y'all go out, go out like this. Y'all going down sad. Like I've had so many conversations. Bruh. My boyfriend was like, "How do you even transition to sex after a girl ate your ass? Like, How's so do you get on all fours?" It are, are you <laughs> apparently it depends do you lay on your back with your legs in the air so you can get your salad tossed is that what's happening here because he was like i can understand if it's a girl and you eat a girl butt and then you stick it in that's fine but uh nigga she ate your ass and then like what's gonna happen next he's like oh so i'm gonna get my all question, fours like, hey, girl. i ain't gonna lie my question is like how in the hell is your balls not getting in the way like in that process also like no like see the thing is i'm a big fan oh god i don't want to say that i forgot i was in front of my own sister for a second y'all anyway let's just say i'm very talented let's just leave it at that and i will say 
the gooch is a very important of the male anatomy. Like to the point where I kind of want to do an OnlyFans and show y'all my uh, tips and secrets. I don't want to talk about it because sometimes my daddy be listening to my podcast and I'm just like, bro. And it's so sad. It's so bad because my dad can't, my daddy don't even know how to text. Like he learned how to send an emoji like two years ago and he was so proud of himself. (laughs) But like, 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 I don't understand. I don't know. I, I'm not eating nobody got, booty. I ain't putting my... Fa- nah. I'm not Snapchat, sticking my right? tongue in your butthole. That's you got, you wild. Got, you got Snapchat, right? Yes. You know those... Uh, you know that Snapchat where it says, my eyes only? Mm-mm. You, don't, you didn't know about that? Man, tell I don't me how, use Snapchat because I'm bruh, over 30. It's really, it's really helpful. I'm telling you. I'm going to just put you on right now. Because we was, I was I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about how how we would immediately kill ourselves as anybody saw what was in our like my eyes only. Cause I was like, you know, my parents go through my phone, but I'd be forgetting what's in that Snapchat. But since there's a passcode, nobody can get in there. I don't even go in there. Well, okay, so time. explain to the people what exactly is it's my like eyes only. My eyes only is if it's like if you got certain pictures and videos and it don't even have to be inappropriate pictures. It could be anything you want to hide in there if you don't want nobody to know. Say you're like, oh, you hit the lottery, you took a picture of it, and you're afraid somebody took your phone. You could put that in your mind, uh, my eye, my eyes only. Or if you sent nudes or something, you could put that in there too. Okay. Or you know, just different stuff. And we, and you know what should have been my eyes only? Trick what? Daddy talking about him getting his ass ate. I, I, I could have lived my life now. perfectly normal without knowing. That's what he likes to do. Trick daddy, that's a wild boy. I wish I would have never clicked the shade room that day. I actually I better off minding my butt. Trick daddy is also an asshole for y'all who don't know. I've run across him a couple of times and we had a conversation on the phone before. And he is the rudest, most rudest Florida nigga you'll ever meet in your life. In he is your the Florida life. mascot. In your life. Besides Kodak. He but. is the most ignorant person I've ever met. And I also met his cousin, Deuce Poppy, who was like a has-been. He tried to get on the rap scene, but he wasn't quite making it. So, um, And I think I told this story on the podcast before. Um, so a long time ago when Deuce Poppy was trying to get it popping with his career. So I used to be... Okay, so basically what happened is before I uh, went to college, I did an internship with icons. Get fucked up, get fucked up, those people. So I'm there... And I always wanted to be a journalist. I knew that, like, early on. I was like, I'm definitely going to have my journalism degree by the time I turn 25. Like, without a question. I worked really hard at it. So, what happened was... And I interviewed Elephant Man. That's another... That's a wild boy. Anyway, um... So, me and Deuce Poppy go inside a green room. Mind you, I'm 17. I graduated high school when I was 17. I didn't go to college until I was 18. So... They was like, hey, so we got somebody coming here. At that time, that's when Ozone Magazine was popping. And I'm sure I've told this story before. However, you know, who's going to go back and find it? So I'm just going to remind y'all why Florida niggas ain't shit. So we in the green room. And so they was like, you finna interview Deuce Poppy. And I was just like, I didn't have my questions ready or anything. Like normally a real journalist, uh, you review their music. You find out who they are, you know. And... Um, I hate it here because right now we're in my car recording this podcast and there's literally a car that just like stopped in the back of us. I don't know if he's trying to back into a space or what, but like, y'all niggas is weird. So anyway, so we're in a green room and I'm asking him like very generic questions because like I said, he came out of nowhere and was like, yeah, interview me for this magazine. So I'm like, all right, bet. So at the end of the interview, 
um, I was like really, I had like a really nice body when I was young. My body's still nice, but it was like more like shapely. You know when you're young, everything sit where it's supposed to sit. Your titties sit up the way they're supposed to sit up. So, <laughs> so he, um, so then he goes, oh, um, turn around for me. Like he grabbed my hand, like he wanted me to turn in a circle so he can look at me. And I backed my hand away and I was like, nah, like you good. So then he's like, you know what? This ain't no real interview. This wasn't even no real questions. He talk about it. Hey, you ain't no, you ain't even no real journalist. Listen, I don't know what got into me, but I was like, nigga, you ain't no real rapper. Oh my god, the nigga put me in a chokehold, y'all. Mind you, we in a green room in like this. We was at the Venetian Hotel, but it's like a condo complex. Like you can, you can either stay there for a night or you can live there. And I'm alone in this green room with this rapper, and I'm 17. He put me in a chokehold, like bitch, what? And I was like, oh, shit. Only if I, I was your, your age at that time, I would have beat his ass. I was like, yo, maybe I said too much. And it was just like, huh. That makes what it came in handy. <laughs> it was like, huh, oh, oh, like, and like, he backed off. But it was just like, I'll never forget that experience. It was really um weird. I'm being honest. I don't recommend any women from a different state or even from here to date a Florida nigga or even get married to one. They will bring you hell. A lot of hardship, a lot of tears. Florida niggas ain't shit. Yeah, I can say that. Plain, plain, period. And Same with so- New Yorkers, I'll give you that. But they're not. They're not nowhere near Florida niggas. Even the white people in Florida ain't shit. Like the guys. I I never dated one, but I be seeing how they be talking to their women. I be like, and listen, Damn, these chicos, like the like, these chicos ain't shit either. Oh, one yeah, time, they, they I, ain't slime. when they I was slime. I was writing for this one magazine, and then I ended up writing for this other magazine. I I started it. It was called Midtown Magazine. The Twitter might still be there, but like I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I've had a lot of ventures in my life. This podcast being one of them. I really hope that this one like grants me a lot of listeners. Um, it's weird because like a lot of my followers are in Europe, and I don't hardly have that many followers in America. I don't know why. I guess uh, like European people are like way more interested in more acceptable. Yeah, they're more accepting to like listening to new things. Over here, you got to do something wild and crazy, and then it's like, oh, who's this person? Oh, you got money? Who's this person? Everybody's a a gold digger in um, America. I'm gonna put it like that. But Florida is just a really weird place. I haven't heard Kanye West's album yet, Donda. He's been wild, I don't know what's his problem. And Soulja Boy is like so mad, and then he had the nerve to come out with his album on the same day as uh, Drake. Drake? And I'm like, why would <laughs> he forever gonna have beef with that? Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? Like, you really think I'm gonna choose to listen to Soulja Boy over Drake? You smoke your dick. Bro, every time you open up Instagram, it's something about Drake. It was kind of making me mad. I'm like, damn, I won't even see Future on my timeline like that. Like, Jesus Christ. And every time you open up Instagram, Boosie talking about Lil Nas X. They talking about the, uh, the B and LGBTQ stand for Boosie because he's staying gay people business. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, like, you kind of, um, you kind of doing the most right now. You know, me being from the South, I really do resonate with Lil Boosie. When he says certain things, like when he said that thing about Wade and it's like, okay, how you gonna cut your dick off? Like, I was like, I get it. Like, I get it. Like, 
you know, you can either go this way or that way. And like these new generation parents, they be like, son, you want to wear a dress? Oh, yes, let's go to sex immediately. Like, I feel like um, gay people and stuff, they shouldn't really force that upon people. Like I saw on Instagram, this lady had put up a gay flag. and She said, we're not going to pledge the American flag. We're going to pledge the gay flag. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with that, but don't force it upon people. Don't make it feel like everybody in the world has to be gay. I feel like, hey, you want to be gay, you want to be straight, do what you want to do. It's your life, it's your soul. Like, I, even with religion, when people be like, gay is wrong, I'll be like, oh, I'm very aware that I go to church. But, like, at the end of the day, we're not going to literally beat somebody upon the head with a Bible and be like, you can't be gay. Like, look, if they want to live their life like that, that's them. At the end of the day, I know I'm, all I'm going to do is stay black and mind my black business. That exactly. Ain't none, that ain't none of my business. I'm not going to literally judge somebody and stop being friends with them because they want to be gay. If that was, if that was the, if that I was honestly the case, don't think that being gay is really, a choice though. Like when you say want to be gay, I honestly don't think that people choose to be gay because they go through so much, so much turmoil. It's like, why would you choose it? My boyfriend told me the funniest thing the other day. He's like, hey, if I could be white, I'm gonna be white. Like fuck that. Like <laughs> he's like, people talking about I love being black. Why? And like it sounded crazy to me, but I kind of get what he says. I'm like, it's so many hurdles, you know, of being black. It's so many hurdles. I mean, I love through. being black, but at the end of the day, it's like, if I had a choice to be a white woman... And not have to go through this stuff. I would be a white woman in a heartbeat, no lie, because I want a better uh, credit score. I want to be able to, like, freaking buy a house by the age of 18, because they could do that shit. You know I've something? You know something that that's funny that Tiffany Haddish said when she was younger that she couldn't find a job for shit. We all go on through those dry spells where you cannot find a job. You look everywhere. Not now because it's COVID and it's easy to get a job now. But she said what she used to do. But her name is Tiffany Haddish. It's like that kind of sound white. That hella sound white, right? And she used to check white when they asked her her race. And she said then when she started doing that, she started getting all sorts of callbacks. She started getting interviews. I can't do that shit. My name is LaToya. My name's Amani Pittman. I could probably slide a little bit. You could slide. Well, it's the last name that gives it away, Pittman. But... No, Pittman doesn't sound black at all. Yeah, I know. That's my last name right. isn't black. My last name is British, which means my ancestors was getting raped by a whole bunch of British crackers. But, like, Latoya? I've never... Actually, I'm lying. I did, I like, a white it girl makes me, It makes me wonder, what cracker-ass... Cracker gave my family the last name Pittman. Like, you know how hard it is not to laugh when the teacher calls I've that I've never last even name? heard the last name Pittman before. Like, until every I met time you. they be like Pittman. She's Somebody my step- snickering. She's I'm my like, stepsister, nigga. by the way, for y'all who is not making sense. Like, that's why we have different last names. And yeah. that's why I said I never met a Pittman before you because she's my stepsister. But y'all, like, how the fuck? Like, when did you meet her? <laughs> you met your sister? When was that? Like, I'd assume it was very, like out the very, delivery room. <laughs> very crazy story. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. It is a crazy story. When did we meet? When you were seven? Yeah. My dad said, my mom and dad said I snuck up on them. I'm like, damn, like, shit, that's what everybody know me for. <laughs> I'm going to tell like, y'all something wild. We recently went to um, a wake. My Auntie Gail, shout out to Auntie Gail, the best aunt in the world. It was her funeral. And my stepdad goes, this was my oops, baby. And I don't know if you caught that, but I thought that was like, wow, disrespectful. Wait, like what? He said you were his oops baby. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Like, who says that? And I'm looking at my mom. He was like, <laughs> that's like being like, yeah, my kid was a mistake. You know, I nutted one night. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Wait, what did mom say? 
She was looking at me and I was looking at her and we both was just like, this is wild. You never want to hear that. That happened to um my my baby brother. Um, not my baby baby brother. I have like another. I mean, brother. my mom did say like they were friends. They never dated. So like that kind of always dawned on my head. Like damn, I was a mistake. Oops. My but mom. It really affected me because it's like that would definitely well, affect know. me. If my parents was like, well, you know, we wasn't. Cause one thing about me, I've always been like very keen on like first come the baby, then come the marriage. What is yeah. it? Then come the the love. First comes first love, comes love, then comes marriage, marriage, then comes, comes the baby in a baby carriage. And so, like, I'm definitely going to plan my kid. Me and my boyfriend talk about kids all the time. He wants to have a kid in two years. And I'm like, you know it's an age difference between us, right? My boyfriend's 30. I'm 36. I'm like, bro, these eggs, like, these eggs, they, they holding on for dear life, my nigga. Like, come on. But I, I've definitely been the type of person who, like, believes in planning children. So, like, if my parent ever told me, like, you were a mistake, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, my mom told my brother that he was a mistake and he started crying. But he's a cancer, so he's sensitive as hell. But, like, I would definitely feel a way like, damn, y'all niggas ain't say no way to plan me. Damn, I'm not important. I don't take no it. No offense. No, I don't take it personally. I don't. I mean, I be. I, sometimes I get, like, sad about it, but it's like, damn, I ain't even gonna get depressed about it because, look. The wild thing is that when you were a baby, Imani, um, my mom was like, well, we think that Lionel has a child. And she was like, you want to see a picture? I'm like, sure. And I look at you. Oh, my God. If y'all could see us right now, Amani looks exactly like her father. Like, it, it, she's long like him. Her eyes are round. She got little teeny weeny yeah, lips. Sorry. Imagine he would have tried to take that to Mur the Murray show. Bro. Look at his nose, Maury. <laughs> Murray would have been like, y'all need to get off my stage because yeah. this shit don't make no sense. <laughs> get the fuck out. We'll, we'll mail you the results when you get home. But do you think, like, anybody felt a type of way, like, mom, like, when she found out? No. And that's weird to me, because I would have been pissed. And I remember telling, like, before I met you, you was just now coming around when you was legit. And my mom was like, well, he may have a kid. And she was just like, she just accepted it. I think by that point, because everybody makes mistakes at the end of the day. And what is she going to say? Um keep that little whore out my house like <laughs> you can't come over Imani because I didn't know about you so you can't come over you know yeah it's crazy but I've definitely like been careful about that and I think it comes from me like growing up poor and my boyfriend is the same way my boyfriend is Haitian and he's been a Haiti a few times um he's not American he's Canadian <laughs> crazy whatever we don't need to go into his whole life story but like um we talk about that a lot and he didn't grow up poor like my boyfriend took piano lessons he comes from a very refined home his father and his brother both have PhDs his mother has a master's don't ask me how my boyfriend came out so thugged out <laughs> I don't I have no clue like how that happened that's what you call a smart thug, a smart thug, a smart hood nigga. Yeah, and like, like, we are so opposite. We are so opposite. Imagine watching him walk across the stage. Like, what that walk would look like? Would it be like a hood walk? What would that shit look like? <laughs> be sagging his pants like, give yeah. me my diploma, nigga. And grab like, the um, Dean hand like, yeah, I appreciate it, nigga, appreciate it. <laughs> like, what the hell does that even look like? Like... When I tell y'all we are polar opposites, I don't even know, like, how we, like, became together, but it just works. And he's taught me a lot, like, about being street smart and how to, like, maneuver my way through certain things. <clears throat> a scammer. <clears throat> but he's definitely, like, taught me different things, and I'm just, like, you know, I learn a lot from him. He learns from me. 
Um, I literally have a degree in words. So, like, I teach him certain things that he didn't Yo, know how prior. how the fuck do you get a degree in words? Like, no, I, I have a degree in journalism. Oh, I, have a de- I was I'm say, saying, like, like, I fully grasp, <laughs> like, the full concept of grammar usage. Like, I, I know a lot of words. And I remember one day I read this study that said women speak 3,000 words or more per day as opposed to a man who speaks, like, maybe 400 words, which makes sense. Because y'all niggas don't know how to express yourselves at all. Bro, like, for real. Like, they do some backward shit. Like, they'll cheat and be like, oh, it's because my grandma died. <laughs> Nigga, what? What the fuck that got to do with me? Like... Yo, this girl said something funny on Facebook. We was clowning her ass. I'm a part. I'm a part of this Facebook group called Fierce Gang. Shout out to Fierce Gang. And this girl was like, "Listen, men cheat with their hearts because he can have sex with a girl and it doesn't mean anything, but he comes back to you because he really loves you. So how the fuck you cheat with your heart? You cheat with your dick. That don't make sense. <laughs> that literally makes no sense. Y'all just be saying anything. But no, nah, niggas will go ballistic if you cheat on them. Because I really, I realized that when we cheat, it's more like we're looking for love. It's not about like we just want sex. For some of us, it could be that. But when a, when we start cheating or moving on, bruh, they break down. Like they they just crumble and then they act crazy. And it's like, it's like you wasn't acting crazy when you were all in her punani. And what's the issue now? Listen, if y'all go back and listen to Twas a Nightmare Before Christmas, which is unfortunately the one that my daddy heard, everybody heard that. I'm like, now any other time, y'all niggas don't even be listening to my podcast. The one time that I have an episode about my boyfriend cheating on me, oh, now everybody listening. <laughs> they must have been sitting through the group chat. Be like, look, 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 listen, look, listen, look, listen, look. Somebody come and look at this. Look at this. But yeah, like my boyfriend cheated on me. It's no secret. I'm not ashamed anymore. Like we're actually, it kind of brought us closer. To be honest, the girl like was talking like cash shit to me, and I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of hoping to be her ass. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> that day you were looking at me, you were like, yeah, something, like, something went down. But we're not gonna go into that because like we don't need to incriminate ourselves on this podcast. Oh yeah. But long story yeah. short, fans be listening. They be listening. <laughs> long story short, um. I just texted, like, my ex, and he went crazy. And, you know, it's like, why can't men dish it out but not take it? Um, and speaking of, like, the phones listening and stuff, they have a lawsuit pending right now with Apple um, phones, iPhones, saying that, like, Siri is literally recording you while you talk. Now, listen. I have an Android, and I know for a fact my phone listens to me. Like, I can... I'm going to give you a perfect example. One day I was in a car with my brother, and we was like, we're going to do a test. And I hope this shit don't hang up on me, because shout out to Raphael. Our podcast, when we really got into COVID, like before we started this episode, he said, hey, you know, like, it probably, like, shut you off. He's like, sometimes when you say certain things, I don't even want to say that C word no more. Because when you, he said, like, he knows that it shuts you off when you start talking about, like, governmental issues. And I was like, that's crazy, because as soon as we started talking about um, certain things that had to do with the C word, it kept cutting off. And that has never happened. Look at us now. We, we going on and on, and we ain't get cut off, because we haven't said anything controversial. But anyway, I digress. I stay out of their business. You stay out of mine, I stay out of your business. I digress. One day I was in, in, um, in the car with my brother, and we was talking about cars. 
and I have no interest in cars. All my search engines don't have nothing to do. I, I don't even know about cars. Like, a car could pass by and rob somebody and he'd be like, tell you what kind of car it was. I have no fucking idea. I just know. I can tell you the right. shape. I can tell you the color. I might get the license plate, but I, I don't know about cars. And then he started telling me about this app. Some Oh, that's when the Bird app first came out. You know, like the Bird, like the little scooters and stuff? Yeah. And so we talked about it. And then that night I went in the house and I go on my phone and suddenly I have all these advertisements about cars on my phone, the specific car that me and him was discussing. And I see apps about that bird app that we was discussing. And I was like, how is that possible? And I'm not saying, I, I, I don't know. I I know for a fact it's to sell you stuff, but it's like, that's, yo, like you're, you're encroaching on my personal conversations. This is an invasion of privacy. I'm gonna be honest, I feel like America like is the snakes of all know countries and stuff like i know we be getting into it with like you know russia and north korea and all that, but america if i had to if i had to uh um like put it in like perspective of who i think is the snake out snake is out of all of them i say have to say america i would say it's china because they recently passed a law that if you're a minor you cannot go you cannot play video games during the weekday Yes, and also, I remember, like, I seen all these Chinese people protesting. They was, like, young people like us, and they were protesting in the streets. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, what's going on? And they said, like, they want internet freedom. Like, when you're in China, you just can't go on YouTube. It's and a look, communist uh, you cannot look up. You cannot look up whatever you want to look up. Like, you cannot just, like, go on YouTube and be like, I want to see this video. They literally, like, ban certain content. to be another raging war, like maybe a World War Three uh, or a World War, um, yeah, just another World War or just a war period, it's going to be something about someone wanting to be the, uh, the, uh, dominated, uh, dominating, um, what is it, nation. That's all it's really ever been. I'm going to be honest. What do you mean? Well, look, well, look what, how it went when Hitler tried to, um, um, are, well, yeah, kind of like a race Jews. It was more like a he wanted uh, he his whole perspective is he all he wanted was there to be Germans. He didn't right. like black people. He didn't like white people. All he wanted was there to be Germans, meaning that he all he wanted was there to be the number one nation. Yeah, which a means pure communism. race, but pure quote unquote. Yeah, pure. but when it comes to America, it's more of like we. It's more like we're to that point like we don't. Give a fuck what race you are. Just mind your business. Everybody should be able to do what they want to do. But that's not the case with Which all Americans. Which is totally not right? happening in America right now with all these Karens. Yeah. I don't even know where honestly Karen came from. Karen just appeared like the dark night. No, they always been here. We just didn't know that they were named Karen. We just used to be calling them white raging women. Like you cannot mind your business. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> like what the hell is wrong with you, lady? What are you doing selling that water bottle? 
Bruh, are you serious? Mind your business. Like, white people literally don't know how to mind their business. Why do you think they be getting murdered in horror movies? You rarely see black people getting murdered unless they're with white people. Listen, when I went to, when I go to my boyfriend's complex, when I go and, like, I drive over there to see him, um, first of all, his mother is the only one that lives in that complex. When I go over there, yeah, he lives with his mom, too, like, um... Don't judge us. We're poor. No, it's not easy. It's not easy nowadays. You have yeah, to have so credit hard. for an apartment. It's so hard. Like, what the yeah, fuck? You're telling me I have to have credit for a car, an apartment, and and, and just anything? Like, that shit don't even make sense. When like, I go and pick him up, literally, like, the old white ladies come outside and they stare at us. Like, I kind of get why people stare at him because he tatted up. He got goals and stuff. But I'm like, bro, like, if the person ain't bothering you... If it's not a direct impact or danger to your life, why the fuck you care? Yeah. Half the time, I don't even be paying attention to who's coming outside. Because it's really like, I really don't care. Just don't come over here fucking with me. I really don't care. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Did you see um the Lil Nas X situation? Like, not situation, but like when he's pregnant, he's doing promo. Yeah. He's the biggest troll alive, and I respect that. Yeah, true. Because he don't care. He, everything he do is a laughing game to him. Which He's I like, don't have a problem with that because everybody need a good laugh in their life. Because hell. Imagine if everybody was serious. Like, Imagine if everybody was white. <laughs> <laughs> you know how boring life would be? Because black people are the everybody, people on bro, the planet. Imagine what would happen to the food. Mayonnaides on everything. That's fucking nasty. Raises I gotta go too. to the cookout and have raisins in my potato salad. Are you kidding me? Hmm. Uh, mayonnaise fried chicken. Ew. It won't even be fried. It'll just be mayonnaise chicken. Bruh. I remember. You know how I know why people don't season their food? One day, they was talking about that. This is when the whole potato salad craze had started. And people was like, yo, like, what are these crackers doing over there? And so, it was a random white girl. She wasn't even American. I don't, I think she was, like, from Sweden. And she was like, hey, no. But she was like, it's true. She was like, one time... <laughs> at band camp and she was like one time my mom made some chicken and she ate the chicken and she was like mom um did you season this her mom goes you see those little um black flecks on the chicken like the little speckles on the chicken pepper she goes that's pepper and the daughter she was like what bro pepper don't gotta tell you it just made <laughs> At least some salt. It just made me so mad just reading it. And I was like, sister, and my white sister, and I feel so bad for you. I feel so bad for you. Like, I will say there is a, there's, I've met a couple of white people that can cook, and I'll be like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could come to cookout. But. Only I the mean, white like, people from the South can cook like that. Yeah, because they're from the South. Like, they, there's no way that white people from the South don't know how to cook. There's too many black people around for you to not know how to damn cook. You can be racist and still learn how to cook from a black person. I ain't gonna lie. One time I was on the train, y'all. When I was like um, 18, I was going to school and I was on the train and I seen these two fat white ladies. First of all, they fat. So I was like, they probably know how to cook. But they wasn't from here. They were tourists. And I could tell they was from the South, though, maybe like Georgia or Texas. And one of the white women goes, mm, I can't wait till I get home. <laughs> and he was like, why? And she's like, cuz, I'm gonna put on some collard greens. She was like, I'll make some taters. She was going down the whole list. I was like, damn, where's she from? Take me home with you. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say most white people only know how to do um, baking. They're really good at baking. 
And this comes from someone who has dated like a couple white dudes I, in my I life. I only dated one and it didn't work out. I was like, <laughs> never again. Oh no, I, uh-uh. I, I, I will never date another white boy ever in my life. And it's not like I'm like being racist or anything. It's just like, honestly, in the back of my mind, like, I don't know if it's my ancestors, but I feel like in the back of my mind, the ancestors like, be talking to you. Don't do it, sis. They be like, bro, if you do this, this shit will be so disrespectful. I'm a like, hunch your ass <laughs> in your sleep. How and, dare like, you? I be looking at my cousin because, like, we, he, like, grew up in the same house as uh, me and my sister. And, like, we used to always think, like, he liked the black girls. Every time he in a relationship, I'm the next white girl, the next white girl. My I'm brother like, the same I'm like, way. bro, what's wrong? If it's not working, try to at least go out with somebody Hispanic or Asian. Like, come on. Or ask what are help. you doing? Help me. <laughs> Nigga, why are you only dating white girls? I have a serious problem with black men who only date, date white, white girls. girls. Like, I'm like, bro, do you not see me standing right here? Like, I'm your sister. I'm your cousin. Like, this is this shit kind of offending me, bro. Like, you see Don't get me black- wrong. Okay, like, sometimes, I'm going to tell you the first time I ever understood what an interracial relationship was. I was at Eckerd's. Eckerd's turned into CVS for y'all who was born after 2000. And... Wait, CVS was called Eckerd's? Yes. Ugh. I know. Shit don't even sound. That shit sound weird as hell. And I remember I saw this black guy. He looked like T.O. Terrell Owens, and he was dating this white girl, but he was like a weird guy, and I, I was like, ah, like, I'm, I'm a jit, I'm like, maybe 10, and I'm like, that shit don't look right, and then, when I really looked at them, I was like, wait a minute, they kind of look like they go together, I could, they was dressed, like, kind of similar, and I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like, so, I have a problem with people who only date white girls, like, and then, and then go ahead and degrade black girls. Like, yeah, black girl, dark-skinned girls look, don't look, look good in colored look, wigs. Look, look. Nigga, what are you talking about? I'll be like, about? man, let me I'm show you. Let me send man. this to your mama right now so she could beat your ass. Maybe I should send it to your ancestors so they can really beat your ass because your mama didn't do a pretty good job at it, saying all that shit. Apparently. But, like, I just be like, damn, then y'all want to be talking. Then y'all going to be looking crazy when you look like that, looking at, uh, looking like that guy off of Get Out. Bro. Talking about... Oh, this bitch track crazy. I don't want no dog because she's white. Like, remember? I can't date a white person for two reasons. One, no, several reasons. I said two. Nigga, it's like several. I was with a white boy. Like, when they sweat, it feel like a pig skin. It feels sticky. They smell funny. And I don't know if y'all ever dated a white person before, but when you pulling blonde, long hairs out of your coochie, it's the weirdest feeling ever. I did not like that feeling. Um, I don't like how I can't come to your cookout at your mama house and it ain't gonna be no collard greens or yams. I have a serious issue with that. Hell, and I have could be racist. You never yes, know. that's that. Like, oh, that was the shit. other thing. Like you gotta worry about when I come over here. Is everybody gonna look at me funny? And they they normally did when I was dating a white guy. I would never date a white guy again. That's I'll be honest. Lost. When we got out of segregation, that was only 50 years ago. I don't expect in 50 years America to change like that. Like, okay, just because we got over that bridge, it doesn't mean that white people still don't teach their kids how to treat black people. Like, that shit does not just change overnight. Like, that's literally 50 years ago. My grandparents are still alive. Like, the civil rights happened literally when, um, in 64. My mom was born in 67. So it's like, it wasn't that long ago. So for, I'm sorry to be political. I'm not sorry to be politically incorrect, but I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Them crackers. 
Like, they'd be like, oh, just forget about it. Like, you're, you weren't a slave, so why do you care? Your parents weren't slaves. We had a black president. What more do you want? My grandma's mother was taken out of school to pick cotton. Like, dead ass, that's true. And I'm like, how long ago was this? She was like, oh, maybe like uh, 1920, 1910. I'm like, 1920, 10? Like, bro, like, just because slavery, like, stopped in the 1800s, it did not stop the racism or was not doing slick shit. Our oppression. It did not stop. Like, even after slavery, you had what was called sharecroppers, where the slave owner was like, yeah, you're free, but you, where you gonna go? What you gonna do? You, you cannot read. What what are you gonna do? So the white the slave owners were like, um the white slave owners were like, Well, you can stay here and still work for me for free and I'll give you like a little shack in the back of my house. Don't forget coppers. Which is now nowadays we call them popo fit or twelve police. Cause I found out that well Well they were called coppers because their buttons were made of copper. And but but they they were originally yes, exactly. They were originally um slave catchers. So when people be like police are good i'd be like no they're not because their first intention was to chase down black people if they were good that's that would have never been their first number one job in the first place but that was their number one job uh take out black people and shout out to the mexicans because there was a point in time where if you were free um you can go anywhere as long as you had your freedom papers and you could travel and you can do whatever you wanted um during that time a few of the slaves they ran away but they didn't take the underground railroad they went to mexico and um they tried to create a legislation in america where it was like if you go to mexico like they want they basically wanted the mexicans to give back the slaves like send make it mandatory that you have to come back to america and the mexicans was like no fuck that they free let them stay here that's why there's like a small indigenous tribe of black people in mexico because of that and it wasn't that long ago i promise y'all i would have to say the biggest allies i played back in the day were mexicans and native americans because i've actually heard of like native americans actually helping black people right because i was because like honestly and i could believe that because of my mom's side everybody has a mix of native native american in them and after like maybe my grandparents parents everybody else is native american yeah, like, I did my ancestry, and um, make no mistake, we are not light-skinned for no reason. Like, I have, like, a Scandinavian background, which is, like, where the fuck did that come from? And what made me do it is because I'm the only person in my family with curly hair. And I was just like, you know what, let me get to the bottom of this. So, I start, you know, I took, I did a DNA swab, and I'm like, wow, like, I have more white blood than I thought I did. I'm, like, 18% Caucasian. And I'm just like, bruh, like, they was really out here raping niggas. I want to take mine because I only know I'm Bahamian black and American. But we, that's the only reason why I know that is because we actually, on my mom's side, we actually have pictures of everybody from, like, maybe up to 1930 and 40. And uh, we don't have pictures from way back then. It would have been nice, but, you know, white people. They erased our history. Yeah, erasing shit. So, but. And I honestly. I don't know. The only thing I know, before my grandma died, I made sure that I asked her a lot of questions. So, I have an ancestor, and his name was Thomas Jasper. Shout out to Thomas. I don't know how this happened, but he was a baby. He was born into slavery, and he got adopted by a white family. So, it's actually documented 
And so I can't go that far back, but I'm not trying to pay ancestry $40 just to find that out. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it was a long time ago. Do we really care? Like, Have you know. Have you ever thought of just going to the city hall? I mean, it's open to the public because you can look at documents. I mean, I would think about doing that one day. But That's that actually shit a great a idea. Lot time and you have to go to the right city hall you have to find out where city did your parents or great grandparents or whoever was living in and then go to that city hall that is in that city well if you go on ancestry i paid a hundred dollars but you shout out let, let me tell y'all shout out to ancestry because you can actually um go on groupon and you can do it now for like forty dollars they have like discounts and stuff but i might try 23 and me if you go on Ancestry.com, like, say, like, you have a family member, Otis Johnson, which is the most niggerly name that I could think of. Um, or Fisherman. Like, yeah, like, if they have, like, this tree. So you put, if you know his name and his birthday, you put it, and then, like, the the little tree fall, I mean, the little leaf fall, and then another leaf come up, and it shows, like, oh, this person is possibly related to this person. If you know the other ancestor name, then you can, like, connect your whole family tree. And it actually shows you, like, records if they was in the army, they was married, oh, this person was a homemaker, this person was a sergeant in the Vietnam War, like, stuff like that. It's really interesting. The farthest I could get with, um, to my ancestry tree, not using ancestry, but I would just look up records on the internet, and it's possible. My grandma, I think my, I don't forgot, but it was, like, maybe my grandma's dad's brother or something, I don't know. I just know down her family, um, one of them owned a farm, and it says it says that um, it says that um, like their last name it says that they owned that farm. Oh wow! And the same name. The, um, I forgot their first name, but it says that first name. And then fisherman. I'm like, okay, that's my grandmother's last name. Maybe her maiden name. And when you go down, you run into Ruby Pittman, but that's her married name, but last married name. But when you after you go down to Pittman, so it's fisherman. I'm like, okay. So that means that that's my grandmother's, well, her parents' farm. But if I wanted to go back there right now, I wouldn't be guaranteed to see if it would be still there. Or yeah. Chances are somebody owns that farm. It's crazy. We were so robbed as a race, but guess what? We lit now, and we're making strides, and that's the most important thing. Y'all be safe out there, and y'all be blessed. And y'all go on my website, 305thejuice.com. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at 305thejuice. You can follow me on Instagram. Hey, we out you. I hope y'all listen to this podcast. I'm LB from 305 The Juice. Bye!